What's up, everybody? I'm Ron Amos, and welcome back to Less Pressure Podcast. First off, I really want to say thank you because I put out episode one last week, and so far it's been very, very well received, and I'm happy because that's something that I really put a lot of work into, and I also did not know how much work it took to make and create and produce a podcast. So I put a lot of time and energy. We're now on Apple Podcasts. Last week, we were only on Spotify. So we got that going. And hopefully, uh, in the future, I'm able to extend this out into more uh, streaming services so that everyone can enjoy the podcast. But it is also free on Anchor. So there, And we also got it on YouTube. So we're everywhere so far. Uh, So a little bit about what's going on with me this week. It has been a long week for me. I am very, very tired right now, you know, with dance rehearsals and stuff like that. Also, I went to a concert last night. I went to see Omar Apollo. Omar Apollo is one of my favorite artists. He actually made it onto my Spotify rap this year. That's crazy. So it was like I got my Spotify rap last night or yesterday. And then last night I got to go to his concert. So that was pretty cool. Uh, And if you care, honestly, my top artists on Spotify this year were Dominic Fike, Marky Basie, Umi, Omar Apollo, and Dijon. Now, Dominic Fike, this is my first year having him up there. Marky Basie is number two, but Marky Basie, he has been like my number one for the last like three or four years. Umi was like my number three last year too. Omar Apollo was not on my list at all last year. And Dijon, he might have been on my list last year, but I know for sure his songs made my top songs. So... And I listened to 98,000 minutes of music this year. Wild. But yeah, the Omar Apollo concert last night, fire. He is a performer. That guy is a performer. Now, the only part that sucked about this concert was waiting outside in line in the cold for two hours. It was brutal. Like, if you are from Chicago, you know anything about Chicago and the weather here, like... It's cold. It's freezing, you know? So we were supposed to get there as soon as the doors opened, but they made us wait outside for like another two hours before we got in. So by the time I got in there, one, my back was hurting. Feet was hurting. Then I couldn't feel my toes. You know, I was just, I was kind of over it at that point. But he made up for it. Uh, His opener made up for it, too. She was Raven Lene. I had heard some of her music before, but didn't know much about her. But she was fantastic also. Yeah. So also, obviously, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see that I am in my bedroom. Uh, I wanted to film in my living room again today, but there's some construction going on out in front of my apartment. So you can hear everything in the living room. So I kind of brought it back here because it's kind of quieter. You can kind of still hear a little bit. So if you do hear some like some construction or anything, I apologize. But I'll try my best to kind of edit it out if I can. But for the most part, you might hear some drills and stuff going in the background. Yes. All right. So let's just jump right into today's like topic. What we're going to be kind of like talking about and discussing a little bit. Uh, I want to talk about dealing with affection discomfort. Now, this is something that I know personally that I've dealt with before in my life and something that I was not really that aware of until maybe more of my adult years. 
some people don't even know that this exists. Some people are, they see it and they're shocked by it. Some people deal with it and they don't even know they deal with it, like myself, that was me. Um, but for me, I just feel like I don't like affection. You know, I don't like being overly affectionate with people. And it was something that I had to like really, really work through a lot. Um, and I feel like this has a lot to do with having a fear of intimacy. Uh, if you're not familiar with that, uh, according to psychalive.org, fear of intimacy is an often subconscious fear of closeness that frequently affects people's personal relationships. This fear of physical and or emotional intimacy tends to show up in people's closest and most meaningful relationships. Now, let's try to get into all that. Excuse me. Um, yeah, so having a fear of intimacy intimacy kind of, I feel like, goes into having a fear of affection or that that discomfort with being affectionate with people. Now, for myself and my family growing up, we were not affectionate with each other. My parents we're not affectionate with us, my siblings, we were not affectionate with each other. And I feel like that's where my problem could have came from with this affection issue. My parents never said I love you to me, to us. Uh, they never hugged us, they never kissed us. That does not mean that they did not love us. That's not what that means. It just means that they showed their love in different ways. So my mom, when I talk to her sometimes, she tells me that the way that she showed us love was by her going out and working for us, like going out and bringing home money so that we can have food and clothes on our back and things like that. So for her, that was her way of saying, I love you. Unfortunately, a child does not understand that. A child does not understand that. So for myself, when I'm experiencing that, I'm kind of like, well, you're supposed to do that, right? I'm like, you're going to go to work regardless if you, I was here or not. So I need something that's more directed towards me. It didn't feel like some kind of grand gesture for her going to work every day because I'm like, well, you'd go to work even if you didn't have kids, I would hope. So for me, those types of things were like not really understood by me and I'm not upset with her for any of that we've had discussions and we've talked about all this stuff before but just as a child affection love hugs all those things i feel like they're kind of needed for children to feel safe to feel you know loved to understand what love is and what love feels like so that when you get up into your adult years if a stranger hugs you or tells you that they love you you're not looking at them like what do you want from me or what's your problem? Because that's kind of how I got to, I got to that point where people would, I'm, I'm okay with hugs. Don't get me wrong, I'm okay with hugs. But if a hug goes past like a regular, like, hey, how are you? Hug, boom. If it goes past that, if it's like a long, tight hug, and it feels like it means something, that's when I get uncomfortable and I'm like, I need you to let me go. I need you to get off me. What are you doing? Back up, you know? So, yeah, I just don't feel comfortable with that most of the time. I, I do now. I'm, I'm getting more into it. I'm getting more out of that stage. But hugs definitely were one of those things.
So going back, uh, yeah. For so for children, I feel like children need specific things to feel good, to feel loved, to understand what love is. And I think that I was reading the Five Love Languages, the book, and he said something about uh, children having a love tank, and if the love tank is not properly filled, then the children tend to act out or behave differently. But a child that has a full love tank, then they typically behave better or something like that or something something along the lines of, you know, a child having a love tank and they having these needs that need to be fulfilled as far as love and affection and things like that, to, you know, to be a proper, I don't know, maybe to perform properly as a lover i don't know that doesn't even make sense but you get what i'm kind of i'm trying to say you know we have a love tank even as adults i feel like that needs to be taken care of so with that all being said i did not realize that i had this problem until maybe i got i was probably 21 i want to say and i was at my job and i think that i was on the phone with my mom and i just had a conversation with her and we were talking for a couple minutes and then the conversation was over and then once the conversation was over, he was like, all right, bye. And then we hung up. And it was very like, all right, the conversation's over, good, hang up, boom, that's it. And my coworker, she kind of looked at me like, what was that? I'm like, what was what? Why, why did you hang up like that? Hang up like what? You didn't say I love you. You didn't say, you know, anything like that. And I was like, no, of course. Well, I just we were just on the phone. Why do we need to say I love you? We we're just on the phone. She was like, "That's what I say to my parents." And then we started asking other people. They're like, "Yeah, I say I love you to my mom." Once we get off the phone, I'm like, "Well, I don't even say I love you to her." Period. So why would I say it to her on the phone? And then we got more into it and it was like, "Wait, my family, we really don't exchange I love yous. I don't think that we ever have." And that's when the whole thing, the wheel started turning for me, and I was like, "Oh, wait." other people do this and we don't do this and it's almost like I wouldn't know like how would you know if you've never experienced it you know you, you wouldn't know that it was like a, a common thing for other people and so that's where I started to realize that wait maybe that's why I am the way I am sometimes because I didn't come from an affectionate household so obviously this affected my dating life also because dating was cool, but let's say you find a partner and then they're like dope. Everything is cool, fine, dandy, whatever. But then emotions start getting involved. And if you're not an affectionate person or if you don't know how to handle or deal with affection and it makes you uncomfortable, someone's emotions or having feelings for you might scare you away. And obviously that's what happened to me. I was dating. And then as soon as like the affection started to kick in, it was like, whoa, this isn't just like casual, whatever. This is like, ugh, this is icky. It feels weird. Yeah, I don't like it. Get it away from me. You know, like hand holding. If it felt too personal, like it felt too like meaningful, I'd like, ugh, I don't want that. Don't touch you know, I try to pull away and that really messed up a lot of things for me, you know, 
And it also has a lot to do with like trust issues. I feel like uh, you can't trust someone to be affectionate with you. How can you have a good, healthy relationship? You know, and I dealt with a lot of trust issues also. So dealing with trust issues on top of affection discomfort. Now you just, you know, you have a bad pot. You don't have good ingredients for a healthy anything, you know, and I really, really, really struggled with it a lot. And it, it, it came to the point where I started self-sabotaging all my relationships. I would start to find anything that I could find to say that, well, this isn't going to work out anyways. And I became nitpicky. I, came, I became really, really nitpicky. It could be going fine. But then once I feel like it's too too much for me emotionally or and I just didn't know how to open myself up emotionally I, I had never opened myself up emotionally to anyone ever you know I'd never been affectionate with anyone even when it came to friends like if a friend would say I love you I'm like okay alright thanks rep. love you too like I couldn't say I love you too back because it felt like some kind of commitment I feel like you know and obviously commitment issues as well had that for a while dealt with that you know um but yeah just like little things like saying i love you why is it so hard to get those three words out of your mouth and i think it's because maybe excuse me i'm such an honest person that if i say that i gotta mean it you know, I got to really, 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 really mean it. And even if I do mean it, sharing that kind of vulnerability over myself with someone else, hate it. And I, it almost feels like, all right, if I'm vulnerable with you, if I'm most emotionally vulnerable with you, I am almost pulling down my shield. I'm putting the armor away. And I'm allowing you to have something over me, a.k.a. my emotions. That's what it feels like. It feels like emotional vulnerability is giving yourself over to someone. Like you're literally vulnerable. So that when person wants to take those emotions or take that and use it against you, they can. And that's something that I feared. You know, I feared like getting emotionally manipulated. I feared all these things that came with just being affectionate, you know? But a big part of that is just dealing with family stuff, you know? Dealing with the parental issues you might have, you know, did not did not know you had growing up. And we all want a relationship, right? Or most of us want a relationship. Most of us see these relationships growing up like on TV or, you know, just in general society kind of lets you know that you get older, you find your person, you get into a relationship and you don't want to be lonely. You know, it's Christmas time. Everyone wants a snuggle buddy. You know, everybody wants that. So go find your relationship. And so, yeah, it's like I want that, but am I capable of achieving that when I can't even say I love you to someone that I actually love, you know? And I think about it right now. If I were to sit down with my mother, sit across from her, 
look her in her eye and say, I love you. I think that I might cringe a little bit. I think I might be whoo, like I might get a chill down my back from how uncomfortable I am. Just because that's just never something that we've ever done. And looking back, do I wish that I had that? I want to say, yeah, I think I want to say, yeah, who doesn't want that, though? You know, who doesn't want a loving and not to say that it wasn't loving because my mom definitely loves me and all my siblings. But to feel it is a different type of situation. You know, to feel, to understand, to know with every every fiber in your body that you are loved. That's something that, you know, I do anything for. You know, imagine being a child and your mother coming in to tuck you into bed and just saying, I love you. Good night. Little kiss, you know. Imagine the comfort or like the safety that you've have to you've, you've got to feel, you know, and I kind of didn't have that. So I think that I started to provide myself with all of that safety. You know, I didn't get the safety from a parent. So I kind of put on this defense, this armor to protect myself. You know, if you can't rely on someone else to uh, to protect you then I guess you gotta start protecting yourself I think now that I've been very very aware of all this I really just had to come to terms with all of it and that's a big part of like healing from it and understanding and moving on I've been doing a lot better when it comes to dating and things like that when it comes to affection because now I know that I have an affection problem right and so sometimes what I'll do is I'll allow myself to be affectionate even if I'm so uncomfortable even if I'm cringing even if like every molecule in my body is like I hate this so much allow it allow it I just allow it because eventually with time, I think I would hope that it stops feeling like this weird feeling and it starts to feel like, OK, I can relax now. Maybe this is more safe or it starts to feel safe. I want it to feel safe. I want to feel OK. I don't want to feel like um giving control over to another person over my emotions and things like that. I don't want to feel that kind of pressure. You know, I, I kind of want to fear, fear, feel safe. You know, we all want to feel safe. Don't we, don't we all just want to feel safe and like out of harm's way. I think that's what we all kind of, kind of want. So yeah, coming to terms with it was a big thing. Also therapy, obviously therapy helps with most things when it comes to like trauma or healing from childhood things and learning about yourself, therapy helps a lot. And acknowledging like the, if if you're dealing with this and if you're dealing with these types of intimacy issues or affection, discomfort, acknowledging is literally the first step into growing out of it, into healing that part of yourself and moving on. You can't heal from something that you don't even know is there 
or that that's a problem or it's it's a trauma that's you have you can't heal from it if you don't acknowledge it and you're not aware of it becoming aware of our traumas is very very important and i don't want to make it out to be like i'm traumatized because i didn't get an i love you but in a way i'm kind of like I had to. I, had, I suffered a little bit because of it. You know, I didn't really get to live the life that a lot of people get to live when it comes to being affectionate with people. That's something that I would have wanted to be affectionate or to have less discomfort when it comes to those things. Imagine getting married. Jesus Christ! Imagine getting married and you can't even be affectionate. How are you going to read your vows in front of? all those family members I'd probably start cracking up laughing my my vows would probably filled, be filled with a lot of jokes because of how uncomfortable I would be having to say vows and being that like vulnerable and emotional with the person wild so if you want to change and if you want to come out of that emotional discomfort situation, I say try to let your guard down a little bit more. Understand that it's okay to be vulnerable, to to be open. But also if you have a partner and you, you deal with those types of things, I think that the most important thing is to be honest with them. Let them know that you're not all the way there when it comes to healing that part of yourself and that you might need a little time to grow, but you definitely want to change and you want to make the effort and you want to take that time to be better for them and for the relationship. Be honest with them. Let them know. And if they love you, they'll understand and they'll help you. You know, they won't force you to hurry up and be more how they want you to be. When you love a person, you have patience. You know, you you give them their space, you give them their time, you give them what they need to be better for them and for you and for the relationship and for their well-being. Just be honest with your partners. And if you don't have a partner, you want to be more affectionate and you want to learn how to be more affectionate just I'd say maybe start with your family start with your family start with saying I love you to your mom if you don't say that to, to her now I say start hugging your siblings start showing them appreciation start being vulnerable start giving them hugs and letting them know how much they mean to you start there you know, and work your way out of that. And that's something that I think that I also have to work on doing more proactively is the family part. The family part, that's the one that I think I need to work on the most. Because to this day, I still can't tell when my siblings that I love them. That's a tough one, you know. And I do, I do. I love all my siblings. I love every last one of them and my mom. I love them all. But to say it, oh, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole different ball game to to let my shield down because we're all so tough with each other, right? We all 
we all want to be strong around each other. But to let that that shield down and let them know that they matter to you. Whew, that's something. That That is something. But I definitely want to start there. You know, but we've definitely made some progress. We've had conversations about this. We're all kind of aware that this is something that we've dealt with in our family and that we want to grow out of. So I'm definitely going to start there, too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and try to work on that with my family. But, yeah, just just take your time and don't feel like you have a problem. Don't feel like you're broken. Don't feel like you're damaged because you're not. You're doing the best you can with what you have. So be patient with yourself. Don't rush yourself. Just know that it's okay. There may be some work that you may want to do, but there's nothing wrong with you. Don't feel that way. Don't talk down to yourself. Allow yourself that room to grow and to to change and to blossom. Because that's what we all need. We all need room to to grow and be our best self. Imagine not having that room to grow. You know, imagine that. That's not, it's not something that I would want, you know? Yeah. So, all that being said, if you deal with any kind of intimacy issues, if you deal with any type of affection, discomfort. Know that Ron here has had his his time with those things as well. And he's working on it. He's still working on it. You know, he's better than he was before, but he's definitely working on it. And that you can work on it too. And at the end of the day, it's going to all be all right. And I'll leave you guys with that. I want to thank you so much for joining me in my bedroom this time. You know, it's a little different than the last episode, but I still want to thank you for tuning in and checking out the podcast. If you can, please follow me on TikTok. I got a TikTok account for the for the podcast now. I also have an Instagram page for the, the TikTok now. You guys can, not, not an Instagram page for the TikTok, an Instagram page for the podcast now. So if you guys want to connect with me through there, please follow those links. I'll have them, you know, linked in the podcast and in the YouTube link. If you want to send questions or send comments or send any kind of anything, just hit me through a DM, you know, and also don't forget to rate the podcast. That's going to really, really help me out getting started off and let me know what you're liking about the podcast. Let me know what you want to talk about next. Let me know if you've dealt with this before. And that's all I got for you. So thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time. Peace.